The Arizona Cardinals have two picks in the top three in this latest 2024 mock draft from Jordan Reed. Who do they select? Why is it a quarterback, Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr.? We're going to discuss all the picks next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at D. P underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network as well as the co- the host. Sorry, not the co's, but the host of the Locked On Clips and podcast. And as always, we tell y'all thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, being our family and the everyday is that we love and appreciate. And as always, the champions here, Mr. LSU, my guy, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on Twitter at the Talent Code. Keith, talk to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. This is Keith Sanchez, Senior Draft Analyst with the Draft Network. Man, and what? 2019 National Champ with those LSU Bengal Tigers, man. But you know why we're here, right? We're here every single day to bring you championship-level content. Myself, Damian Parsons, surrounded the what? The NFL Draft, whether that's prospects, whether that's philosophies, whether that's roster management and DP. It's Monday, baby. It is Monday, but it's not just any Monday. It is mock draft Monday. And on tap, we have our guy, our good brother, man, Jordan Reed. He dropped his summer 2024 NFL draft, one of the hottest draft analysts, right, in period, right? He, he's one of the best at what he does, man. So we want to go through his mock draft because, you know, we, we know that he put the work in. You can check his Instagram. You can check his Twitter. Jordan Reed puts the work in, watch the film. So we trust some of his things. But, you know, we're going to give him a little smoke from time to time, right? We got to talk about him. We got to let him know if we agree or disagree with some situations. But DP, before we get this thing started, I know you got to pull up and do the scroll thing. So I know you, you know, a little excited. I'm, I'm going to, I'm ready to see if you're going to get it right. But let's get into the title sponsor first, man, before we kick this thing off. Guys, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs Helps. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, Keith, yes, I have to do the whole, you know, electronic thing and all the switching and all that type of stuff. We're going to see if I nail it the first time. If not, y'all take it for love. Y'all take it for love. Hey, listen, (laughs) we're about to find out. So we're about to find out here and get it it popping real quick. You know, let me go ahead and make that uh, that share screen. Oh, oh, that was smooth. That was smooth. He got it right. For for those who are not watching on YouTube, he got it right. There was a minimal glitch, right? Like a (laughs) five-second hesitation. But I had to give him his credit because he did way better than what what I've done. So, um, DP, Jordan Reed's 2024 NFL mock draft. Yes, sir. Go through it, baby. Jordan Reed, you know, starting off with the spice, man. At number one, we're going through picks one through ten, guys. You know how we do it here. So at number one, we have the Arizona Cardinals staying put and drafting their new quarterback, Caleb Williams out of USC. At number two, with their pick from the Houston Texans, they're also staying standing pat and staying put to draft wide receiver 
uh, from Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. At number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select quarterback in the North Carolina, Drake May. Number four, the Indianapolis Colts select Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle from Penn State. Number five, the Los Angeles Rams select Jarrett Verse, uh, edge defender from Florida State. And number six, your boy Keith, J.C. Latham, OT2 from Alabama coming off the board to the t- Tennessee Titans. Uh, you know, at number six and number seven, we got a nice run on tackles. Joe Alt, offensive tackle from Notre Dame at number seven to the Green Bay Packers. At number eight, the Sam Howell experience has ended. Quinn Ewers, QB from Texas, is heading to Washington. Number nine, the Las Vegas Raiders, outside of the round four quarterback again. Kool-Aid McKinstry, cornerback from Alabama. And at number 10, we have the Chicago Bears from their pick with the Carolina Panthers. Select Dallas Turner, edge from Alabama. Keith, brother, out of those, t- those first 10 picks from Jordan Reed's mock, what stood out to you? I, I mean, we got to start with pick one, right? And that's 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 Caleb Williams going to the Arizona Cardinals because obviously, what is that signal? That signal the Cardinals are moving on from Kyler Murray after what one year or half a year of him playing after the contract, right? Like they gave him the contract and then he got injured that like this past year, but then he's probably not going to play this year, right? And then so you're going to see a trade, and in the conversation that's going to come from this is. Who is suitors, right? Who are suitors for Kyler Murray? And, and the thing is this, that <laughs> one, you compare Kyler Murray and Caleb Williams all the time. You say that Caleb Williams is a bigger Kyler Murray. And then two, have we seen Kyler Murray outside of that system, right? Like, is he a, right. a scheme-specific quarterback? So there's so many conversations and things you have to pull from this move by the Arizona Cardinals. And then secondly, just real quick to follow up, I say I, I like it, right? I like getting Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. to usher your offense into a new era. Yeah, and I think the the, the other part is like, okay, who, who's the coach? Is it still – what is it Jonathan Gannon, I think, is it the D.C. for yeah, the Eagles? Yeah, is yeah, Gannon yeah. still the head coach? What offense are they actually going to run with Caleb? Because he's also coming from uh, the same system, basically, right? Like Lincoln Riley, he's coming from that same offense. So is he going to be a scheme-dependent guy and there's nobody else that runs – that particular offense in the league. So it's like, all right, is he actually someone that can mold his game to a traditional or more traditional NFL style offense, where it's not that uh, kind of just pure air raid spread type of situation. But even, even Jordan put in there, it's a tricky situation because he said Murray has a $51.9 million cap hit in 2024. And the team will face a huge dead money hit if, if they moved on from him, but he said Williams is special. So I'll say this with, with the cap hit situation. I'm kind of throwing it out the window, right? Because I kept, and you know, on our draft network meetings, right? I kept asking people last year, I said, hey, is Aaron Rodgers going to ask for a trade? Nah, nah, nah. He'll just retire. And I said, is Aaron Rodgers? Nah, the cap hit is way too big. They wouldn't trade. <laughs> I kept asking that, DP. I kept saying this guy, he's he, he showing me signs of a guy that just want to trade, right? Like, he's like, you know what? I'm up out of here. I ain't done yet because I want my money, but I'm up out of here. So I, with that being said, is I understand the cap hit, right? And I'm not one of the guys just to say that the cap is all the way fake. But I think there's some ways you can maneuver, right? In the Arizona Cardinals, you're getting a quarterback on a rookie contract that you feel like is more talented than Kyler Murray. It may be worth it. No, that's a big fact. And and not only that, but the Arizona Cardinals know 
even with Caleb Williams, <laughs> you're not winning no time soon. So who cares if you if you got a big right. cap hit? You just in, you're in the rebuild. So I, I totally understand it. I'm more, and you can speak to to this more than anybody else because you know how I feel about it. I, I I'm a big Kyler Murray guy. I was I, I I felt like this would be a crazy move because of the cap hit, but I'm actually kind of more open to it. Not just for Arizona to move on, but for Kyler Murray to get to a better situation. And and listen, you just brought up, and I don't even know. We're probably not going to have time for you to bring up your biggest uh, unless we delay it or something. But I just had another thought, right? What if the Cardinals do it again? It's like, do what again? Keep oh, bringing in the head coach quarterback combination. I'm telling you. I am telling you, DP, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's a possibility that they may, that might happen. I can full on see Lincoln Riley because listen, he he left Oklahoma to go to LA, right? Like he wanted to be in LA. Phoenix is not too far for LA, right? It's the same vibe. The sun is trees. DP, we've been out there. So yeah, nice we have. And guess what? If I'm making even more money and I'm coaching in the NFL and I'm coaching Caleb Williams, not a bad gig. So I, I just they may do it again. That's all I'm saying. They 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 may do it again, DP. Listen. We we gonna see. I'm I'm, I'm gonna hold my thoughts <laughs> for a couple of months. I'm gonna see what happens. But I, I'll my 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 takeaway wasn't too far, you know, from from yours. Drake may go into to Tampa, man. If they keep the the core offensively that they have, Rashad mm-hmm. White at running back, this offensive line being healthy and continue to grow uh, with Tristan Wirfs and those guys on the on the interior offensive line as well. Um, and then if you keep Mike Williams and, and you know the tight ends. You know, take a next step forward as young Kate Otten and Luke Kife and uh, Chris Godwin and those boys. If they if they keep that core together, they could be right back in the mix for battling for this division with Drake May because he is you know one of the best quarterbacks that I think I've graded over the past couple of years. Just his entire total skill set. So I love this fit for them guys. But listen, <laughs> that's our takeaways from for for the top for the for the first ten picks, Keith. Yeah, no, nah, we rolled through them. I, uh, and I, like you said, this this is so top heavy. I think that's what makes this exciting, right? Like we didn't even get through picks four through ten because picks one through one through three are so polarizing. Just with the names, DP, you gotta keep this thing going, right? We can really go through every single pick, but we're on a time crunch here. We're gonna keep this thing going. So, DP, why don't you kick it off with picks eleven through twenty? These days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Guys, it's very simple. Once you create everything you need, you can add your job, put a per- put a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. So you have simple tools at your disposal, uh, like uh, screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skill set and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and higher. So guys, I'm going to tell you right now, what you need to do is LinkedIn jobs will help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Chicago bears have back to back selections, Keith, and they did what I wanted them to do in 2023, but just a year later, go to the wide receiver core at Ohio State. They selected Emeka Ebuka at number 12. The New Orleans, uh, not New Orleans Saints, the New England Patriots select Brock Bowers, tight end out of Georgia. Number 13, the Atlanta Falcons select Braylon Trice, edge defender from Washington. 
The Pittsburgh Steelers select Mason Smith, defensive tackle from LSU. Uh, number 15, the New York Giants select their big body X receiver, XZ receiver, Rome Adunze, wide receiver out of Washington. Uh, the, the Denver Broncos select edge defender JT Tuomaloa uh, um, from Ohio State. 17, Houston Texans select defensive tackle from Ohio State, Michael Hall Jr. And number 18, we had Donovan Jackson, a run Ohio State players, guard from Ohio State. Number 19, the Seattle Seahawks select Jerzon Newton, defensive tackle from Illinois. Number 20, the New Orleans Saints select Christian Mahogany, guard from Boston College. Keith, I want to kick this one off. There's a, couple, there's, a, there's a couple things here that, that caught my eye, but I am going to go to number 12. The New Orleans, I mean, the, Jesus, the New England Patriots. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying this. New England Patriots taking Brock Bowers. We talked about as a king in the mountain on Friday's pod, Keith. This Hunter Henry entering his final season's contract. Mm-hmm. They only signed Mike Gusecki for one year. Is, is he is he wide receiver one? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, right. is that what we're telling Mike, telling Mac Jones? Like, we're never gonna get you a true wide receiver one. But we can get you a tight end that we can use as wide receiver one, which we've done. They've done it before, right? With, with, with Tom Brady, they did the same thing, getting him a Gronk. I love the pick because of that type of correlation. It's still, they still need receivers, man. I still, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I think this, and but we know Bill Belichick, right? Like he, he's, he, for whatever reason, he likes tight ends more than he likes wide receivers, right? And it's not even close. It's by a big gap. And, I mean, if you had Rob Gronkowski, you can't be mad at that, right, at that situation. So I, I, I kind of understand it. And then also this, if we look at value, right, Brock Bowers might finish as a top five player in this class and they get him at pick 12. So there is some value there. Um, It just – I think it depends. And then who else – because did they get another tight end? I believe they got – um. Was it from Miami? But I mean, he's not necessarily. Yeah, a second, yeah. Right? yeah they, they got Mike Jacecki, but another big receiver. Yeah, a big wide receiver. So I don't necessarily look at him as a tight end. So it's Hunter Henry. Maybe they want to get back to those two tight end sets for sure, and they go with Brock Bowers. And just what we talked about right on yesterday, well Friday on the podcast, was that it's easy to get the ball in Brock Bowers' hands. And we talked about Mac Jones, right? We talked about how his he doesn't have an explosive arm, right? So those short area throw, what well, those short throws, and have somebody that can convert them and to run after the catch ability could potentially be there. But I agree they still need to get him a wide. Like, just, just get him a good wide receiver. Like, like stop not getting him a wide receiver. Because now it's almost like you're trying not to give him a wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're doing the most right now. But, DP, can you pull <laughs> up one more? I just need you to scroll up to pick number One more. Eight. I got you. I got you. Pick 11. Pick 11. Boom. Emeka Ekbuka, right? Wide receiver, Ohio State to the Chicago Bears. They get him another wide receiver, right? Like they giving Justin Fields. They went from no wide receivers to you're going to have all the wide receivers. Um, and I, I like this pick, and I'm gonna tell you why, DP. When I was watching Emeka Ibuka, um, we talked about him on the podcast, right? Um, a couple of days ago, and then I watched him again, and you know who I thought of? I thought of Brandon Ayuk, mm-hmm. and and it's from the perspective of. I, I like his run after the catch ability. I think it's explosive, right? But are you c- totally comfortable with saying he's wide receiver one? And I don't think you're, you're, you're comfortable all the way with that with Emeka Ibuka. 
And I don't think that's Brandon Ayuk's role either. But as a wide receiver too, you're like, oh yeah, we're rolling now, right? And then when I think about Justin Fields and, you know, hopefully they implement an offense with easy throws. And I think Emeka Buka is one of those guys, you get him the ball in short areas, right? Whether that's screens or dump offs, motions, you know, orbit motions, things like that. And Justin Fields can throw it to him. He's an explosive runner vertically to pick up the yardage. So I really like it in that complimentary piece with DJ Moore. Then um, who else did they, they got the wide receiver from, uh, from, from Cincinnati. Chase Claypool. Yeah. They got Chase Claypool, wide receiver from Cincinnati. Uh, Dorn- yeah. Dornell Mooney. So they, they gives you five like pit bulls, right? That gives you five guys that all can roll. So I really like that situation. No, I, I like it too, Keith. And, and I love the, let me tell you look, guys, for y'all that don't know, Keith, Sanchez will tell you, or you tell him, but I'm not good at you know comping players. <laughs> but he's been nailing these comps the past couple episodes. Xavier Worthy, T.Y. Hilton, right? George Kittle and Brock Bowers, Brandon Ayuk and, and Mecca Book. I'm I'm just saying, Keith, I want to give you a little bit more credit than you give yourself, brother. Hey, appreciate that, been, baby. Appreciate that's why we on the podcast. Listen, listen. That's why we on the podcast. We give each other our flowers, right? Like, you know what? That's my guy. That's like, you know, we the two hottest in the game doing this thing, man. But DP, if you keep scrolling down, I want to list off one other name that 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 uh that jumped off to me. I think it would keep going with pick. Keep one one other one. I want to act okay. That's that's the one that I thought was interesting. I wanted to ask you how you felt about the Denver Broncos with JT Tuomomalu, um, the edge rusher from Ohio State, because I know they run an odd front, right? And JT is one of those heavier guys. So it, do do you are you projecting him as an edge rusher or is it this a defensive lineman? Or like what what are you doing? Or are you just saying, hey, if I'm Denver, I'm running multiple fronts anyway, so just take him because he's an edge rusher. I think you. I think that last part is big. They do run multiple fronts, and, and they like to be versatile with their pass rush sets. Uh, having Randy Gregory, um, you know, uh, and they, it's just it, it's very. This selection is a little weird because of the fact that they got Baron Browning, uh, Randy Gregory, Nick Benito. They drafted Drew Sanders. So Drew is Drew just playing straight linebacker now? Like you're not gonna let him rush. Right. And if you in drafting uh, JT, who is I think he's listed at like 260, maybe 270, but he moves much better and more athletic than, it, than he's than his actual size would uh, would identify with. Right. He drops off in the coverage. He's got, you know, quick first step off the ball, uh, kind of explosive burst to, to turn the corner and, and get to the court and flatten his, his arc um, to the quarterback. But this is a I think this could work because of the 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 multiplicity and versatility that they and creativity they do defensively, but right. it's just so odd because they have so many pass rushers. I don't know the contract situation for Randy Gregory, right? So it's like you know they they add like he uh, Jordan talked about how they added Zach Allen, who's more of a defensive end, uh, that three four defensive end, that all front defensive end uh, to help in the run game and everything. But it's like I said, it's just a little little different because they have so many. Pass rushers, so it's like is JT like you said is JT gonna kick inside and rush more as a three tech if you want to get go kind of what what, the, what was it the Giants that did that NASCAR package where you had nothing but edge rushers on the field basically right and you had Justin Tuck is the only true like defensive tackle but he he looked like an edge rusher himself at times right, right. so um I think that you can especially I, mean, I think at the end of the day the only I, I just talked myself into the to pick being okay because the fact of the matter is you got to still get after Patrick Mahomes. He's right in your division. 
right? You want to get after him. You don't. That's the guy you don't want to blitz. You want to get after him with four. So um, I, I don't. I don't hate the pick at all. It just kind of caught me off guard because I I listed like four or five guys who can rush the passer for him, and one of them is playing linebacker. That play is that is traditionally an edge. So I didn't think they needed another edge, but eh, we see. I mean, it's just, it's a good pick though. Like I said, it gives you a lot of it gives you a lot more ways to get at the Mahomes and you know Justin Herbert and well nobody nobody's worried about the the vague, the Raiders quarterback <laughs> situation. Jimmy G ain't no. going nowhere. Right, right, right. Well, you, yeah, can, I, I, you can heat him up with the blitz. He ain't running out running out running nobody. Yeah, that that was the one that was the one question mark I had that I wanted to see. You know, just as far as player player fit situation with DP man, that's picks eleven through twenty, right? Which we had some. You know, we still rolling with some highly talented names. Um, we still seen some big time names, and we seen some big time names that haven't came off the board yet. Like I think my guy Chop Robinson, um, another edge rusher from Penn State, hasn't come off the board yet. So coming up next, we're gonna get through picks twenty one. Through 32. And let me introduce you to Bird Dogs, guys. They make me look and feel good. They're going to do the same thing for you because Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, give you a truly sculpted look. Their shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon's, but they fit way better. Not only do they fit way better than Lululemon, they fit better than your regular shorts that are made of that stiff restricting cotton that you don't like that you got tucked away in your dresser drawers or your closet bird dogs use a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis but they stretch so you get a way slimmer fit without sacrificing the movement bird dogs use an anti-stink and sweat wicking fabric that you're going to love because it keeps you cool and dry all day long guys just go to birddogs.com slash locked on nfl or use the promo code locked on nfl for a free Yeti style tumbler with your next order. That's birddogs.com slash NFL or promo code LockedOnNFL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your next order. You will not want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. At 21, Keith, you talked him up. Chop Robinson, <laughs> Edge from Penn State, going to the Minnesota Vikings. At 22, those Los Angeles Chargers selecting Chris Jenkins, defensive tackle from Michigan. The at number 23, the Green Bay Packers with the pick via the New York Jets select safety from Miami, Cameron Kitchens. At 24, uh, guard from Kansas State, Cooper Beebe. Number 25, uh, the Detroit Lions go back to the cornerback well, Kalen King from Penn State. 26, uh, Georgia cornerback, Kamari Lassiter. Uh, to, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 27, another corner, Jalen Marshall Jr., cornerback from Florida to the Dallas Cowboys. At 28, you talk about replacing the linebacker, the Buffalo Bills select Jeremiah Trotter Jr., linebacker from Clemson. Number 29, Kingsley Suomataya, offensive tackle from BYU, heading to the 49ers. At number 30, Graham Barton, another offensive tackle from Duke, heading to the Cincinnati Bengals. Another the, the Georgia Eagles do it again. Uh, they select Javon Bullard, safety from the University of Georgia. And oh my God, the Kansas City Chiefs select Xavier Worthy, wide receiver from Texas. Keith, where do we start? I cannot be honest. This might have been the most fun part of the entire mock draft. Nah, 100%. Like, because I have, like, I, I wish we could make this to his own show, like, another 30 <laughs> minutes. Um, the Green Bay Packers. I, and I, 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 I ran about them, ran about them again. They go safety. I'm not mad at them taking safety, right? But this is the thing with the Green Bay Packers, because people always get mad at the Green Bay Packers. 
you better have a top five defense if you're going to take this many defensive players. I'm not mad that you're going defense. Go defense, defense wins championships. But the issue is that when you take that many defensive players in the first round, you better be able to turn that into a top five defense. That's the standard, right? Like if you draft that many guys in the first round. So that's my issue with the green, not even the issue with the pick or the Green Bay Packers, but I'm just saying that that's the threshold, right? Like, I'm not mad about the, them taking defensive players. Just show me a top five defense overall Um, if you're going to consistently take first round uh, defensive players. But you could keep scrolling that thing down, DP, because I that, that was my, my rant, and I'll probably go on that rant another 10 times <laughs> um, this year. I, I'm Kellen King with the Detroit Lions. I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Kellen King is smooth. He's not, you know, your prototype build as far as being right. six foot six one. You, you know, one hundred and ninety five pounds. He's five eleven. You know, two oh five, something like that, right? But he's quick. He's smooth. He's fluid. He wants to tackle. Um, I really, I like this pick for the Detroit Lions. I like it too. And reading the blurb from Jordan Reed, he talked about the fact that he re- that Kalen King reminds him of one of my favorite cornerbacks over the last five to seven years, and that's Denzel Ward. Um, you know, being kind of an undersized yeah. corner, but being able to uh, blanket receivers and really stay in phase and cover guys very well, especially with his footwork, uh, his hip fluidity, being able to transition, things like that. He, like you said, this this, this back end of this mock draft was extremely entertaining in so many different spots. So I got to go here. Number 22, bro, the Los Angeles Chargers selecting Chris. Finally, you know what I'm saying? If, if anybody who's a former WWF fan, remember The Rock, right? You know, you know, not, not, the, not the actor, but the wrestler, The Rock, he, he'll always say, finally, you know, and, and to start off his promo, finally, the Chargers select a nose tackle. Dear God. Like, for, from years of dealing with teams saying, you know what, I don't want to throw the ball where you have all these deep defensive backs. I'm going to run at the run at you because you can't stop it. But now getting a big physical guy, and he, he put in here, the Chargers defense last season, guys, listen to this, surrendered a league high 5.4 yards per carry. Five point, almost six yards per carry. And, and, and you could have you just drafted Jordan Davis and you wouldn't have had no problem. But, you know. You, you, guys, they, they got mad at me last year, Keith, when I when I kept mocking Jordan Davis to the Chargers. They was like, they didn't need it. They had Sebastian Joseph Day. Well, you still almost gave up six yards per carry. <laughs> so like, the fact of the matter is simple, man. For me, when you get a six foot three, 285-pound guy who added weight, he added weight and muscle to play more of that defensive tackle, and I could see him adding potentially another 15 to 20, getting up to 300, and still be able to, to, to be a one-tech, a zero one-tech or a two-eye. This is a good sign. This is a really good sign for them, man, because, again, almost six yards per carry allowed, that's not it, man. But for me, Keith, as well, like I said, so, so many different picks here. I go, go to pick 27, I believe. That was the Dallas right. Cowboys. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jalen Marshall. I, 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 so I, I, I guess it's, it's a question mark about Stephon Gilmore, right, like how long he'll be in Dallas because it's interesting that they're drafting a corner. You know what I'm saying? And Jason Marshall, he's a, a 6'2". Like you're drafting him to be – a starter and not a nickel guy. He's going to be on a, you know, on the outside. He's, he's playing on the boundary. So um, just drafting him, I'm like, okay, so that they, they, they must have 
plans, you know what I'm saying, with Stephon Gilmore or something like that. But I want to give them credit, DP, and I know you're probably about to go here too. Uh, Jeremiah Detroit Jr., linebacker, um, getting Clemson. Like this, yeah. that Clemson linebacker tandem is the real deal. They're both, they, they, they both read the run. They both have high-level skills. They're both explosive players. They both can. They're both athletic. And I think with them losing Edmonds, right, maybe right. they weren't able to fill that hole immediately this year. But they feel it next year, and with a with a young guy on a rookie contract, so I like the I like that pick by the Buffalo Bills. And and to your point about the Cowboys selection in this mock draft, uh, he puts in the blurb: Stephon Gilmore is turning thirty three years old this season and entering the final year of his contract. So they you know planning ahead, right? Getting a uh, getting Jalen Marshall Jr., who they had said is like six one, six two, two hundred pounds. He talks about just having the arms, the arm length and wingspan concerns in man to man coverage and how scouts want to see him make a bigger impact on passes in the air next uh this next season. But yeah, Jeremiah Charter Jr. man losing Tremaine Edmonds was big for this for this team. And like you talked with Jeremiah Charter and Barrett Carter who who I'm a little shocked didn't make it, but again, you know, they try to devalue, you know, people try to devalue the um, the position of, line, of of linebacker in general. I think for me, man, it's very simple. Like, get this is a great pick. This is a home run because he could play that. He, he's going to play the, the play caller, right? He's going to be the guy with the green dot calling plays out of the huddle, and he gives you athleticism, sideline to sideline range, like instinctive, great eye you know, uh, eye discipline and vision in the backfield to locate the football and make plays on it. So, man, I, I'm this is a pick I, I really, really like for the Buffalo Bills. And then I got to go down. I, I got to go down. Given Patrick Mahomes, Xavier Worthy, another explosive, dynamic receiver, it's just like, now, granted, he's undersized, right? So you got Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. And now you have Xavier Worthy, but I think the big thing we always I always talk about, you know, building your receiver core or your, your receiving weapons like a basketball team, right? Well, what is the basketball? What is basketball nowadays? It's positionless. So you typically have one big score at the center, power forward, or interchangeable a guy that could play both positions. And typically, late in games, you want to have as many shooters on the field on the on the court as possible. So we're having Travis Kelsey as essentially your center power forward for this offense, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, and, and and if you add Xavier Worthy, you got yourself some shooters, baby. You can shoot the ball from long distance and give him – if you want to double – you want to go ahead and double Jokic or, or Shaq in the paint, you want to double that, that, that big guy, that's cool because I'm going to kick it out to my shooters, right? And when you can hit the long ball in the NBA – that, that that puts so much pressure on the opposite team. And I think it's the same thing in the NFL, man. If you want to double Travis Kelsey and they got Xavier Worthy and, and like I said, uh, and, and Scott Moore and, and, and Kadarius Toney, they can strike from anywhere, Keith, with that potential offense. That's terrifying for defenses, man. No, I agree 100%, man. He, he like, Xavier Worthy in that offense were killing. I know they'd be like, oh, man, well, they had Miko Harmon. Nah, Xavier Worthy, he, he's he's a more refined wide receiver. He's an actual I, receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yup, he's not just a fast guy. So that's going to be fun, man. That wraps up Jordan's read, right? I think that's this is his first 2024 NFL mock draft. And, man, we went through it. Like I said, man, there's some really good picks. Um, we, we like to go through Jordan's stuff because, like I said, highly talented guy. We know that he puts the work in on uh, one of the most skilled guys in this NFL um, draft evaluation industry, man. So we want to go through uh, Jordan Reed's had some fun, man. We had a couple picks that we, you know, had a couple question marks about, but this thing was, was set off the entire time. That's why I'm so excited about this 2024 NFL 
uh, draft period, this draft class is going to be a lot of fun discussions. And guess what? Like any other year, there's probably five to seven first rounders that have yet to be found, right? That still have to emerge. So this thing's going to be exciting, man. But DP, that wraps up our mock draft Monday, man. I thought that was exciting. I thought it was fun. Nah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Mock, shout out to Jordan Reed. That was an entertaining mock draft with some nice, spicy, uh, and, and, and great picks in there, man. But, guys, as always, we appreciate y'all. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, being our family and our everydayers. We appreciate and love y'all. In terms of tomorrow's show, the scouting notebook is still open, and we're getting into those edge rushes. Chop Robinson, JT, right? Braylon Trice, ZTF from what we, it's a lot of names that we could get into for this edge rusher class. And ultimately, the question will be is this another position that is better than 2023? We're going to see where the pendulum swings on that discussion. But, guys, as always, in terms of Twitter, you can find Keith Sanchez at the talent code. And follow him as well. You can find and follow me, Damian Parson, at DP underscore NFL. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.